everyone. Thanks for listening in to another episode of In the Know, your weekly rundown of some of the latest Coloradoan news. Our In the Know podcast posts every Thursday morning, and today's episode is airing on Thursday, November 30th. I'm Saja Hindi, a reporter who covers public safety and local politics for the Coloradoan, and one of the In the Know's rotating hosts. As a reminder, the show has three segments. In the first, I'll give you a rundown of our top five most popular or engaging stories this week. Then, we'll take a deeper look at one of those top stories and its reporting. And finally, I'll give you a look ahead at what to look forward to in the Coloradoan next week. So, stay tuned. Even though Thanksgiving was last week, that definitely didn't slow things down on the news front. Our top hitter this week was sports coach Miles Bloomhart's story on the end of the popular ESPN show, Mike and Mike. The story was about the two hosts, Mike Golick and Mike Greenberg, who are going on to do different shows after reported bad feelings between the pair. Miles spoke to Golick, who was in Loveland, receiving stem cell treatment to help him recover from 12 surgeries he underwent during his long NFL career, and he asked him about the controversial split. Reporter Pat Ferrier's story on air ambulances and how they're used sparingly in northern Colorado was another big talker for our readers. We'll go into more details about that story with Pat in our next segment, so stay tuned. Pat also had another top hitter this week with her story on seven new restaurants coming to Fort Collins. While Ginger and Baker opened in November, Fort Collins lost Uncle's Pizzeria at 120 West Olive Street, which closed earlier this month to make the transition to Choice City Wings. In December and after, planned restaurants include Pizza Rev Tap Room at 649 South College Avenue, the Emporium Kitchen and Wine Market at the Elizabeth Hotel in Old Town, Union at the corner of Jefferson and Linden Streets, with the restaurant concept still under wraps, Urban Bricks, a build-your-own pizza franchise at 2860 East Harmony Road, Honolulu Poke, a fast-food sushi franchise, first opening in Johnstown and a couple of months later in Fort Collins at the Front Range Village, Choice City Wings at 120 West Olive Street, and Simmer at the former TCBY location at Drake and Shields to serve tapas and more. Then we have a story by reporter Alicia Stice on a pedestrian struck and killed in Fort Collins. 81-year-old Glenn Kelly was struck by an 18-year-old driver at the intersection of Drake Road and Canterbury Drive. Police don't suspect drugs, alcohol, or speed contributed to the collision, but charges are pending according to a news release. And finally, a story I talked to Aaron Udell about in last week's episode of In the Know, body camera footage released in the July 1st shooting of 19-year-old Jeremy Holmes. Officers told Holmes to drop his knife more than 40 times before they shot him near Colorado State University's campus. Holmes was reportedly dealing with mental health problems. You can find all these stories and more on coloradoan.com. Now we'll dive into In the Know's main segment, a deeper look at one of those top stories. This week, business and growth reporter Pat Ferrier sat down with us to talk about how she approached her story on life-saving air ambulances or medical helicopters in Colorado. We'll delve into how Pat approached the story and more about her reporting. The story details how medical helicopters can cost tens of thousands of dollars. The Colorado Division of Insurance reports only six complaints statewide by air ambulance patients, despite the increase in the number of them used in northern Colorado over the past couple of decades. Here with us today is business and growth reporter Pat Ferrier. Pat, thanks for joining us. We'll go ahead and jump right in. One of the things that we like to do on the In the Know podcast is give people an inside look at some of our top stories, and your story on air ambulances was definitely one of those stories. Can you tell us how you found the story and what you did to investigate the issue? 
I, I kind of stumbled into this story uh, in, in a twofold manner. One was by personal experience. I lived up in Glacier View Meadows in Livermore at the time, and my husband had to be airlifted off the mountain um, for a medical condition. And in talking with one of my coworkers, I was expressing my fear about the possibility of ending up with a very large <clears throat> insurance bill that I might have to be, be paying on my own. Um, at the same time, that coworker, Jason Pohl, had gotten some um, information and, and some queries from some of the uh, first responders on the ground who were talking about there being a growing um, debate about the use of helicopter emergency medical services when they are used, where they are used, and the appropriateness of them. And Jason and I were to work on that project together, but then he ended up transferring to one of our papers in Arizona, and so that left me. I will say my insurance company covered 100% of the cost of the of the flight, so uh, there was not that issue for us, thankfully. Um, but it, I worked on it for several weeks piecemeal, uh, putting out calls to the first responders, talking with them, and then trying to identify folks in our community who have had experiences with the helicopter emergency medical system. And after putting out feelers to friends and of friends of friends and, and through my regular contact network, we identified a couple in Livermore who also lived in Glacier View Meadows. Uh, I did not know the couple, but um, they didn't live too far from where I did. And um, they were willing to talk with me, uh, let me use their names and, and share their medical records with me. And that, that often is one of the hardest things to ask people to do is to share very, very personal information. So Pat, as you mentioned, you start the story out by telling us about Livermore resident Dee Judd's experience needing a medical helicopter on July 12th and how ultimately she kind of lucked out and didn't need to pay for the expensive but also life-saving service. That's not necessarily the common experience in Colorado, though. The national horror stories, as you coined them, about the services and the bills afterwards are becoming more common, but not necessarily in the state. So what do you think makes Colorado different? I think in Colorado, particularly in northern Colorado, we're fortunate in that we have two excellent healthcare system, Banner Healthcare System and UC Health System. Both have number of hospitals in northern Colorado. And I think, and both have their own helicopters. And I think where the problems come in with bills that aren't covered or partially covered by insurance companies is when the insurance company does not have a contract with the air ambulance provider. And the air ambulance provider then becomes an out of network provider. And the insurance company is not bound to pay for that. Um, and that gets into the weeds of insurance coverage and all of that. And it's it gets very complicated. but. Uh, many of the horror stories that we're seeing in other states we are not finding in Colorado. There were very few complaints um, for the Division of Insurance in Colorado for their either cost or care of helicopter emergency medical services. And, and I think that is one of the reasons why, is that both Banner and UC Health have their own helicopters. They're contracted with many of the um, insurance companies in the area, and that serves patients well. So in your story, you talk to various emergency responders in Larimer County that say they take a lot of factors into consideration before even calling a helicopter transport. Tell us a little more about those factors and why they consider them. 
Well, first and foremost, I think it needs to be said that all of the first responders put patient care and what is the best for the patient and has the best likelihood of a positive outcome at the top of their list. The question comes in when the first responders are are fairly close to a hospital and it's a toss-up between who can get there the quickest. Oftentimes that is a ground ambulance and saving the expense of a, of a helicopter coming in. And that's really the, the only time that, that the cost really even comes into the equation when um, a first responder knows that they are five or 10 minutes away from a hospital, they can load up the patient and be there very quickly. Um, whereas a, a helicopter might take the same amount of time or, or even a little bit more. And we're almost out of time, but one last question. After researching and reporting the story, do you or any of the emergency responders that you talk to have advice for people to proactively take before finding themselves in a difficult situation because they end up needing a medical helicopter? Most of the emergency officials really have two pieces of advice. Know what's in your insurance plan. Know what is covered. Know who it is covered with. Um, and that, and that can be really difficult because how many of us actually, you know, spend hours and hours poring over our insurance documents, um, and then when we need them the most, we're the least likely to have time to actually go and, and dig out those documents if we even know where they are. Um, the other recommendation is to, you know, if you're worried about it, if you live in some of the remote areas of Larimer County, check into these insurance programs that they have for air ambulance companies. Um, Most of them have a subscription rate of under $100 a year. And if you're concerned about it, that might be a way to go. The $100 a year will cover you if you need to be transported um, by air ambulance to a hospital. The question mark and the cautionary tale in all of this is if your ambulance, say the ambulance from Poudre Valley Hospital, is not available, and then they default to the Greeley ambulance. If that ambulance helicopter is not available, they might dispatch a helicopter from Cheyenne, perhaps. That may not necessarily be within your network, and that's where the issue comes in. Because again, if you're in an emergency and you need a helicopter coming, somebody in your life or you are very ill. And that's not necessarily something that you'll have a say in. You will not have a say in that. So you don't know one way or another. And like um, Mrs. Judd um, didn't want to go by helicopter. She kept saying, no, 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 it's too expensive, not knowing that her husband had signed them up for this this subscription service. Um, But still she feared that they were going to get a large bill. Um, But she was so ill, the ambulance crew took that decision out of her hands and said, this is life or death, you really need to go. And that was the right decision. Um, So when you need to be making those decisions, it's the worst time in your life, most likely, and the the time when you won't be able to um, necessarily pick and choose which ambulance helicopter you want to use. Once again, that was Pat Farrier, business and growth reporter at the Coloradoan. To read her story about medical helicopters, go to coloradoan.com. Thanks for joining us for another week of In the Know. That was the end of our main segment, but before we leave you, we'll give you a quick look into the stories that are coming up in the week ahead. This weekend, look out for a story by reporter J.C. Marmaduke on Cole's place in northern Colorado's energy future. On Monday, we'll have coverage of the Wolf Sanctuary hearing before the Board of the Larimer County Commissioners on the Wolf Sanctuary's new site. 
Pat is working on a story about the expansion of Technology Incubator Innisfere and its expansion at its Fine Drive location and into Denver. Reporter and one of the In the Know hosts, Aaron Udell, will bring you some fun holiday coverage, including how to thwart holiday package thieves and where to go to see the best holiday lights. And I'll have a story on the City of Loveland's Downtown Development Authority and the city's future plans for the growing city. Thanks again for listening to another episode of In the Know. You can follow along to this week's news at our website, coloradoan.com, or on Facebook and Twitter. See you, at least figuratively, next week.